Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What it do, baby? What's up? Uh, First off, I just want to say happy holidays to everybody. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Um... Happy New Year, even though I'm saying it now because I'm quite sure I'm going to drop another episode before New Year's, but I definitely want to say that real quick. So many blessings to everybody. Uh, We're about to embark on 2020. I wish everybody a blessed and safe holiday. Um, This episode here, this is episode 86. So y'all know how this goes. You know, I usually, you know, mention an athlete that wore, you know, a jersey number. Um... To represent the episode that I'm working on. And it just so happens that we're on episode 86. Um, I want to give a shout out to Still is Great. um, Heinz Ward. Super Bowl 40 MVP. um, Who's currently, uh, I believe, the New York Jets um, consultant or some shit like that. He's 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 doing something with the Jets. So I want to give him his props, you know... And make, let, have, have him smell his roses now. So salute to you, Mr. Hines Ward. Um, this episode here, this is this is the fo- this is a football episode. Um, I'm gonna do my state of the Patriots. Um, we beat the Buffalo Bills over the weekend, which we have done for quite some time now, and we've clinched the a- we, we've clinched we've clinched the AFC East. I'm gonna speak on that. I'm also gonna do. My week 16 recap, um, I'm going to speak on one of those games. And, uh, of course, y'all know how this goes at the end. I'm going to I'm going to do my player of the week for week 16. And then for the final week, which is week 17, I am going to give my game picks for each and every game that is on the NFL schedule. So let's get straight into it. Um, my state of the Patriots... Um, we played on Saturday. We didn't play Sunday. We played on Saturday. In fact, it was three games on Saturday. It was Tampa and who was it? It was Tampa and Houston. Houston racked up the division. It was the Niners and the Rams. 
Rams are eliminated from playoff contention. And then you had us against the Buffalo Bills. Congrats to us on the win. Uh, We beat the Buffalo Bills. So congrats to us on that. And more importantly, congrats on winning our 11th straight AFC AFC East title. Now, for a lot of people out there, y'all jump on this bandwagon. Oh, the AFC East, the division is weak. Y'all always winning, yada, yada, yada. The last I checked, when you are in a sport, when you are in a division, or if you're in a conference, your job is to win as many division titles as possible. Your job is to win as many conference championships as possible. Now, granted, yes, is the division weak? Yes. The Jets are trash. The Dolphins is trash. Buffalo is up and coming. Up and coming. This is not the Buffalo Bills of back in the day that was last in the division every year. This Buffalo Bills team is coming. I like the direction that they're going in. So I'm going to give them their props. I'm going to give them their respect. A little bit more in this episode, but right now it's about us. We beat the Buffalo Bills. I got to say, this was probably one of the best games Tom Brady had all season. Um, And it's starting to catch up at the right time. Um, 75 to 80% passing completion in this game. That was probably one of his highest in probably about two years. From a passing completion um, ratio, that was one of his highest. So I got to give him that. He was able to get in touch with nine different receivers because for the for 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 a lot of these weeks it was either Julian Edelman, James White, and that's it. You know we was able to get passes to the tight end. One of our tight ends, Lagrosse, he scored a touchdown in the first quarter. Um, I want to give salute to Brady. Real talk. I, I mean I'm gonna give props to everybody else, but. Brady is the one. He's the helm. He's the leader of this. He know, he he knew the sense of urgency in this game. He didn't get sacked. He scrambled. He was running for yards. He did quarterback sneaks for first down. And even more importantly, that surprised even me. He even he he even blocked for Philip Dorsett. Now, that was crazy. I, I, I laughed watching that shit because I'm saying to myself, yeah, Brady knows the sense of urgency. He, like, 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 he knows how important this win is because I have, to, I have to illustrate to y'all how important this win was. Being that Kansas City won last night, if, Kansas, if we would have lost this game to Buffalo, Kansas City would be getting that number two seed because they already beat us. They got the tiebreaker. So it was very important for us to win this game. Now, as much as I respect Buffalo, and again, I'm going to keep saying they're coming. Come on, Brady. You're thir- you're, prior to yesterday, you were 31-3 and against Buffalo. And then we in our house. We don't lose to Buffalo in our house. So it was very important for us to get this win. And we was able to get that. Rex Burkhead, salute to you. Um, you had a clutch touchdown in the fourth quarter. Um, you made up 
for your fumble early in the game. I believe it was either our first or second possession in the game. You fumbled the ball, and that led to Buffalo getting the field goal out of it. That, you know, started off the three uh started off the game 3-0 and us trailing. So you you ripped that wrong with that clutch touchdown in the fourth quarter. You had four catches for 77 yards, so kudos to you. Sony Michelle, these last two games. Now last week I didn't really think much of it because we was, was playing Cincinnati. Cincinnati is one of the worst teams in run defense. So you had 90-something yards that game. So I didn't really snooze on that. You had 96 yards this game. Buffalo is one of the top defenses in the league. Top five. So with you getting 96, 97, 96 yards on that, cool. Kudos to you. We need you. We need you to take this pressure off Brady. If you can run the ball effectively... Them play, action, them, them play action passes from Brady will work well. It'll be swift. We need you to get back to that Sony Michelle of last year. And right now is the time to do it because, you know what I'm saying, we approaching playoff time. Julian Edelman, what can I say about you? Listen, and for me, you're my favorite receiver in the NFL. Yes, you're not, you're not flashy with it. You're not getting 100-something yards every night. You're not one of the top receivers in the league as far as a popularity standpoint. But your passion, your heart, your drill, your, your drive to win, your drive to be the best, that's why you're my favorite receiver. You got hurt in this game. We couldn't get nothing while you was hurt. When you came back out that tunnel, well, when you came from up them stairs and came back in the game, it's something, like, it's something about your aura that fed off the rest of the team. Because in my honest opinion, I'm going to say it. If Brady don't have you, we don't have nothing. There is no winning. Because Brady doesn't have that rapport with Philip Dorsett. He doesn't have that rapport with Nikel Murray. He has that rapport with you. Third down conversions, everybody should know who you throw, who he's throwing to. Edelman. And always, he, he, he writes the wrong. Now, Edelman, I will, I will say this. I will get critical on you because you're one of the top receivers that's dropping a lot of passes this season. But, again, back to this game. When you came back in that game in the fourth quarter, the crowd got into it. The players got into it. They gravitated to you. You had a key drive in the fourth quarter. You had a 30-yard catch. That riled everybody up, which led to Burkhead's touchdown, and I will go ahead leading the game. This is the energy we need from you, Julian Edelman. We, we cannot afford to have you get hurt. We just can't. If you get hurt, we definitely not going nowhere because we, we need you and we, we need you in clutch games because this is who Brady trusts. We need you in clutch games. Um, the Pats defense, again, salute to y'all. Y'all only gave up one big play in the game, and that was to John Brown, a uh, 53-yard touchdown. I mean, he shook the shit out of Stephon Gilmore on that play. That was probably the only play that really, 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 really sparked anything for Buffalo. I mean, they did score before halftime um, to make it, you know, 10-10. So they had some momentum going into halftime and then also coming back to get the ball in the third quarter, but they didn't really do much. So, salute to the defense for holding up. 
Um, but if you look at the stat sheet, this should have been a cakewalk for us. We had 68 total plays to Buffalo's 53. We had almost 420 yards total to Buffalo's 268. Now, this is the issue that I've constantly had with my Patriots. When we are in the red zone, we don't get touchdowns. We was in the red zone four times in this game. We got two field goals. Two field goals. Field goals are not going to do it. We could have had 30 points in this game. We could have had 30 points in this game. But we going down there and we getting field goals. We don't need field goals. We need touchdowns. Time of possession. We had almost 39 minutes to Buffalo's 21 minutes. So we killing the clock. We, so I love, like, again, this, this was a stellar team that we went against. For some people, they had Buffalo winning. I'm going to give Buffalo their credit. I'm going to give it to them. They, 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 they are the future. Josh Allen, nothing but respect for him. He has the heart to win. He has the desire to win. On fourth and one, he did the same thing with the Cowboys that he did with us. He got stopped at the line of scrimmage, but he kept them legs moving. He kept them legs moving, and he kept fighting, and he got that first down when he did the quarterback sneak. Got to give him props. Got to give him credit. Cole Beasley, listen, I don't know why the Cowboys didn't keep you. And I'm quite sure right now they're probably regretting that move because since you've been with Buffalo, you've been doing your thing. And on that last drive with them trying to, you know, tie the game and take the game into overtime, Colt Beasley really showed how much of an underrate, uh, underrated wide receiver he is. So I'm going to give props to Buffalo. Um, their head coach, his, 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 his name, you know, I can't, you know, get off the top of my tongue right now. He may he may be the front runner for coach of the year. I said I, I I said it was Mike Tomlin, but with Pittsburgh now on this two game losing streak and on the verge of not making the playoffs, I think with Buffalo clinching the playoff berth, I think he might be the front runner for coach of the year. So I gotta give him props. Now, before I wrap this segment up, now let's talk about what's next for my Patriots. We got one more game. One more game against Miami. Yes, division rivals. Miami has a horrible record. We cannot sleep on them. With the game that they had last, with the game that they had yesterday with Cincinnati, with them winning that game, they could be the spoiler for us and ruining our chances of getting the first round by. Because we're not getting home field advantage. Baltimore already got that on Smash. But what we need to focus on is getting that first is getting that first round by. Why? Brady is old. That gives him a week to rest. Okay? Number two, Edelman is bobbled up. He's hurt. That gives him an extra week to heal up. Because we're gonna definitely need him to heal up. And three and more importantly, that gives us two weeks. Well, that gives Belichick two weeks to prepare for whoever it is that we're going up against. So it is very pivotal, it is very crucial that we take this Week 17 game next weekend in our house, in Foxborough. Handle business. Do your job with Miami. We get this win, we get a first-round bye. Simple and plain. But if we lose, 
and Kansas City win. Because Kansas City is starting to turn back into that old Chief team from last year. They're turning back into that team before Patrick Mahomes got hurt. If we lose Week 17 and Kansas City wins, they get the number two seed, and then we got to play in the wild card. And I don't want that. We need, we, we, we need this first round bye, and we need it now more than ever before. For those two reasons, Brady is old. He needs the rest. Edelman is hurt. He needs to rest. So it's very pivotal. It's very important for us to get this win. So again, congrats to my Pats. Congrats to my Pats on getting this division 11 straight. So kudos to us for that. Shout out to the defense. Shout out to Edelman, Burkhead, um, Sony Michelle, Goatman Brady. The sense of urgency is there. We know how important this is now. So. Let's end the season on a high note. It's not how you start the season. It's how you end it. So let's start garnering up these wins. And let's have some convincing victories as we embark on the playoffs. So go Pats go. So it's a wrap for this segment. Um, when your boy comes back from his quick break, we're going to go into our week three. We're going to go into our week, five, week 16 recap. Um, I'm going to speak about one of those games. So, again, don't go anywhere. Your boy will be right back after paying some bills. This is your man, Dre Day, the Hoods ESPN, representing the Sportswear with Dre Day podcast. Your boy will be right back. Holla at your boy. This is Lucky Lucky the Great of the Transparent Trap House podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Uh, Sportswear with Dre Day podcast. This is segment two of episode 86, and this segment here, you know, I'm going to give my, you know, recap from week 16. Um, I'm going to speak on one of these games, but I just want to do a brief, you know, a quick little recap of some of the games that took place. Um, The 49ers, you know, they're close to getting that number one seed. All they got to do is win next weekend, and basically they'll clinch that spot they beat the Los Angeles Rams and eliminated them from playoff contention. Um, the New Orleans Saints, you know, history was made in Tennessee. Um, Michael Thomas um, got his money early this year. Um, he made history this season um, being the number one receiver for receptions in the season. Um, Marvin Harrison had that record. And now he has eclipsed that record for most receptions in a season by receivers. So salute to him. 49ers and New Orleans. Both of these teams are fighting for the number one seed in the, a- in the NFC. Green Bay is as well. So depending on what happens, to, depending on what happens on Monday Night Football with the Minnesota Vikings. Green Bay, we might be having a three-way tie for the number one seed in the NFC. So let's see what happens with that. Um, The Ravens, they clinched up the number one seed in the AFC. Um, They took out division rival, the Cleveland Browns. And not only did they do that, not only did they clinch the number one seed in the AFC, they also eliminated the Cleveland Browns from playoff contention. So... You know, all the people out there that was hyping up Cleveland, 
bam, that shut down because there's no postseason for them. So to my SLA brother, Maddie Matt, I feel for you. Um, I'm sorry your team didn't make the playoffs. I'm quite sure you are going to rip them a new one when you do your new episode. So go check out my man, Maddie Matt, on that Maddie Matt Talks. You know what I'm saying? Um, had to plug you in, bro. Um, so yeah, the Ravens clinched that up. Um, let's see what else happened. What else happened? What else happened? Um, the Seahawks had a chance to make it interesting in the, in the NFC. They could have, they could have possibly made this a four way tie for the number one seed, but they took their foot off the gas and they wind up losing to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, but not only did they lose the game, they probably lost. Well, there's no probably. They lost their running back for the rest of the season. Um, Carson um, hurt himself in that game. So he's done for the rest of the season. So now this puts even more pressure on Russell Wilson because now the Seahawks is potentially going to go into the playoffs with no running game. Now, having said all of that, I did my little recap. Now there's a certain game I want to speak on. And for y'all, I don't think I don't think it should be a surprise on which game it is that I want to elaborate on. For some people, they viewed it as the game of the week. America's game of the week. You know how Fox 5 like to promote shit. And that game would happen to be the battle of the NFC lease. Well, actually, NFC East. And that would be the Cowboys and the Eagles. Having said all of that, the Philadelphia Eagles right now are one game away. Well, one win away from clinching the NFC East. And more importantly than that, they are one win away. All they have to do is win. All they got to do is win next week against the Giants. And they have killed the Dallas Cowboys season. They, have, they, 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 they will kill it next season if they defeat the New York Giants. Let's just say this. The Cowboys have lost seven of their last ten games. Remember the streak they had when the season first started? I believe they won three or four straight games. I forgot exactly the first three teams they played. I think it was the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. And a lot of people was like, you know, talk to us when they play New Orleans. Let's see what happens when they play stiffer competition. And then they wind up doing that. And then they started losing all these games. But let's talk about this game. The Eagles came out swinging right off the rip. Um, The Cowboys defense... Played horrible in the first two drives. They gave up 125 yards the first two drives, which led to Philly starting the game off with a 10-zip lead. The Cowboys' offense didn't do much in the first quarter. They only had 14 yards in the first quarter. You got Dak out there. Now, again, Dak is hurt. Let's just call it what it is. Dak is hurt. He has a shoulder injury. That he's trying to play that he's trying to play through. So we gotta give him props for that. He's out there trying to play. He not, he's not trying to make excuses. None of that. But now let's play devil's advocate. If you know Dak is hurt, 
and you know that he's out there injured, why are you not feeding that ball to Zeke Elliott? This is another game where Zeke had less than 20 carries. He had 13 carries in this game, 47 yards. Now, for you Cowboy fans, this is the game right here where I'm actually going to take it easy and not kill y'all. Pardon my word, but this is the game where I'm actually going to defend y'all in some way. So, set both Aaron's, Aaron B., and the newest member of the SLA Network, Aaron Kendrick, y'all Cowboy fans. Charles, SLA Network brother, Cowboy fans. This is the, this, this is the episode here. This is the segment here where I'm actually going to defend y'all and what's going on with these Cowboys. You got Dak that's hurt. You're playing against a Philly defense that's, I wouldn't say they're one of the top Rush defense team, run defensive teams in the league. Why are you not giving Zeke that ball? Why are you not feeding him? Why? And the comments of this was third quarter on 31. Now, mind you, prior to that 31, on that drive alone, Zeke ran for 20 yards on that drive. He takes himself out the game. You know, I believe, I, th- I think he hit his head. Um, on the grass, takes himself out the game. Third and one, Tony Pollard comes into the game. Immediately, he fumbles. Fletcher Cox, Philly's defensive tackle, caused the fumble. Now, for us, we didn't know what happened. But Felix Cox, Fletcher Cox was awesome. Yo, challenge the play, challenge the play. I fumbled it. Like, I stripped the ball from him. I stripped the ball from him. They showed it, it was confirmed, it was a fumble. Now, had Zeke been in the game, that might have not even happened. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like Zeke is a saint and he don't fumble the ball, but in a situation like that, on third and one, I think you need Zeke to be in that game. Why give him this money if you're not going to feed it to him? I'll tell you why. Because you have Jason Garrett, used to play quarterback. Their offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, used to be a quarterback. Dak Prescott, quarterback. What's the common denominator in all of that? Quarterback. They want to put the ball in the quarterback's hand to lead this team to victory. Well, first off, you can't do that when your quarterback is either... Well, first of all, he's not healthy. We already established that already. Number two, and more importantly, he's not healthy. A lot of those throws... In this game, you can tell he's not healthy. He's overthrowing receivers. He overthrew Gallup a few times. He overthrew um, Tavon Austin on the go route. But to his defense, the receivers didn't do much justice either. There were six drop passes in this game by the Cowboys. Amari Cooper had a couple of them. Speaking of Amari Cooper, he had 12 targets. He only had four catches for 24 yards. Randall Cobb on that last drive, you know, the last Cowboys drive where they could have got a touchdown, he was a key factor in that drive. Michael Gallup played well. He had five catches for 98 yards, but again, 11 targets. So obviously, he had some drop passes in that scenario as well. But my whole thing is this. 
third and 14 on third downs for this Cowboys team that's supposed to be the leader, one of, one of the top offenses in the league, you can't be 30 14 on third down conversions. You're not going to win very much if you third if, if you 3 and 14 on third down conversions. But let me get back to this Zeke thing. The man holds out. He goes to Cabo. The man wants his money. He gets his money. 90 million. And y'all not giving him the ball. Y'all not feeding him. Again, 13 carries Zeke had. 13. Not good. Not good. And again, this goes to bad coaching. That's what it boils down to. Bad coaching. So now this game, and with your bad coaching, Cowboys, y'all are one game away from being eliminated. Because now, y'all don't control y'all own destiny. Y'all need help. And it just so happens, for you Cowboy fans out there, y'all love to ridicule the Giants. Y'all love to talk about how trash they are, how much bums they are. But guess what? You're going to need them next weekend. Yep, yes, sir. You are going to need those same New York Giants. You're going to need them to lose. Well, you're going to need them to beat Philadelphia so that that way y'all can get in the playoffs. Because... Y'all need to beat Washington as well. Y'all need to beat Washington and y'all need Philly to lose for y'all to make the playoffs. All you had to do was win this game and y'all in the playoffs because you clinched the division. You don't have to worry about a wild card. You're not getting that. The only way y'all was making the playoffs is if you win the division. And you couldn't even do that. You couldn't even do that. I'm telling you. See, see, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm saving up my arsenal because, again, this episode, I'm somewhat defending Cowboy fans because all on social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, why is, Zach not, why is Zeke not getting the ball? Why is Zeke not getting the ball? I agree. I agree. I'm siding with y'all. I'm with y'all. I totally agree with y'all. Zeke should be getting the ball. Y'all should be feeding him the ball. But again, bad coaching, bad offensive coordinator. They want to put the narrative that that Dak leads this team. Again, I'm going to say it again. Dak is a quarterback. Jason Garrett was a former quarterback. Kellen Moore, who's the current offensive coordinator, he was a quarterback. The common denominator is that it's quarterback. Quarterbacks stick together. Now, Dak just got to do what Dak got to do. He, you know, he got to control the plays, yada, yada, yada. But this is another problem I have with the Cowboys. And then I'm going to talk about Philly, and I'm going to give them they props. On that last play, on fourth down, where the Cowboys, when, when Dak tried to throw it in the end zone, and Philly swatted it away to basically preliminarily end the game. I mean, obviously, the, the Eagles... You know, I had to get a first down to eat the clock and shit like that, which they wound up doing. Can can Jason Garrett explain to me why Amari Cooper was not in the game? This is a wide receiver that you traded for last season. I believe you traded a first or a second round pick to bring him to Dallas. Can you explain to me why he was not in that play 
the last play of the game, I don't understand it. He's he he. I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what Jason Garrett is saying. They was mixing things up and shit like that. No, you don't mix nothing up. It's fourth down. This is for the win, or at least to tie the game. I need all my best guys out there. There was no reason on why Amari Cooper was on that sideline as opposed to being in the game. And when he was being interviewed at the end of the game, you could see the hurt. You could see the disgust in his face that he wasn't out there. So, listen. Last week, the Ram- they, they beat the Rams, and I gave Jason Garrett all his props because he was able to spark the team and give them their win. This game here, this loss is on you. This loss is on you, Jason Garrett. So, you are definitely, you truly on the hot seat now. I mean, you've been on the hot seat for a while now, but that seat is ultra hot now. Ultra hot now. And it's very well deserved. Very well deserved. (coughs) Now, let's talk about the Eagles. I think I've gloated enough about the Cowboys. Let's give salute to the Eagles. Because... Disclaimer, before the season started, I said the Eagles would win the division anyway. So even if they do so so even so if they do win the division, cool, I was correct. I'm good on that. I'm not even mad at that. They've won three straight games, and all three of them have been against their division rivals. All three of them. Carson Wentz is turning into that quarterback. That got paid all this money. He's turning into that quarterback that just a few years ago, people had him as an MVP candidate, aside from him getting hurt. That gave my man Brady the MVP. So for these last three games, Carson Wentz has had 910 passing yards. He has a 71 passing completion percentage. Six touchdowns, no interceptions, two game-winning drives. He had one against the Giants. Obviously, he had to take the game into overtime, and he also got the game-winning touchdown to end the game. And then last week against the Redskins. And now the Eagles, again, are one win away. Again, all they have to do is beat the Giants, and they're in the playoffs. That's all they have to do. Now, if they lose, then they need the Cowboys to lose for them to be in the playoffs. So we got to give credit to Philadelphia. We got to give props to the Eagles. Miles Sanders did a hell of a job yesterday. He iced the game. He ended the game for the Cowboys. I mean, me, honestly, in my honest opinion, that last run where he iced the game and got the first down, I'd have really sticked it to the Cowboys and ran it for a touchdown. But again, you know, then that would have looked like, you know, he doesn't have sportsmanship. It's unsportsmanlike. Man, fuck that. This is a division rival. You trying to send a message to them. I'd have ran that shit in for a touchdown, but he did what he was supposed to do. He ran the ball, iced the clock, he ended the game. 79 rushing yards, 77 yards receiving. Um, Dallas, go dirt. I don't even know who he is. I believe he's the second tight end for the Eagles because Zach Ertz didn't really do much yesterday. So props to him because he stepped up 91 yards. He had a touchdown in the first quarter. 
Greg Ward. Give props to him. This is someone who was a quarterback that changed his position to wide receiver. And for these last two games, last week against the Redskins, this week against the Cowboys, he has shown out. Carson Wentz, I got to give you your props. You had 319 passing yards. You had nine incompletions. And you had one touchdown pass. But this game could have been over early. It wouldn't even had to go to the dramatic of the Cowboys possibly tying the game. If Jake Elliott would have made two field goals. He had three field goals. Missed two of them. If you would have made two of those field goals... The score would have been twenty three to nine. It wouldn't even have. It wouldn't even had to be a night uh, a nail biter. Like I don't know what it is. These kickers this season. Like I, I I think I think this is the one of the worst seasons that I can recall with a lot of these field goal kickers missing field goals. I I I I can't even recall the last time we've had a season with that. But again, next week is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And it's going to be interesting for both these teams because all Philly got to do is win. And they're in the playoffs. The Cowboys need help. They need to win against the Redskins. And they need the Eagles to lose to the Giants. So, Cowboy fans, before I go, I just need to say this. I think y'all need to make amends with these Giants fans. Because obviously, they're not playing for nothing. But what they could do is... They could fuck up your chances. They could be on some. You know what? We just going to let Philly make the playoffs. We don't like y'all. But I think I need to make amends. I think who's ever in control of the Cowboys Twitter page, I think y'all need to write in caps. Please beat Philly so we can get in the playoffs. I think y'all need to do that. I think y'all need to start that petition right now. I think y'all need to get the troops ready. I don't know who's in charge of y'all Twitter page, but y'all need to make that happen. Y'all need to make that happen. So, Cowboy fans, if you got problems with Giants fans, make amends with them this week. Make make amends with them for next weekend. Have them send the word to the Giants. Lose to Philly. Well, beat Philly. My fault. Beat Philly. My fault. Because the Giants, y'all need the Giants to beat Philly so y'all can get in the playoffs. Not lose to Philly. Y'all need them to beat Philly. So, y'all season is in the hands of the Giants, which I find very ironic. And I find rather funny, I might add. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) I find that shit hella funny. But it's a wrap for this segment. Um, That's my week 16 recap. So, your boy got one more segment to do. So when your boy comes back from his break, we're going to get into that. And I'm going to give my Week 16 Player of the Week. Trust me when I tell you, this one is going to be a good one. Because I had a bunch of candidates, but, you know, it was a certain one in particular that I'm going to give the nod to. And then, of course, I'm going to do my final game um, game picks of the season because next week is the last week of the season regular season wise and we're going to do those picks so when your boy gets back we're going to get straight into that and that'll be the final segment of this episode so this is your man Dre Day the Hoods ESPN again representing that Sportswear with Dre Day podcast when your boy comes back we're going to get straight into this last segment God bless holla at your boy your boy will be right back don't go anywhere 
What up, y'all? This is your boy Aaron Kendrick, representing Kendrick Sports Talk podcast out of Northern Arizona. I want to show some love to my man Dre Day on Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. Keep it real, Dre. Keep dropping that sports knowledge. What up? What up? What up? Your boy is back. Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. This is the final segment of episode 86. Um, so y'all know how this goes, y'all know how the routine is, y'all know how the vibes go, um, for the football episodes, my final segment is always the previous week's player of the week, and then I also, you know, give my game picks for the new week that's approaching. So for week 16, player of the week, let's say I got a lot of candidates, a lot of candidates, I got a lot of candidates to choose from. Um, Daniel Jones, I got him in contention. Saquon Broccoli, I have him in contention. Aaron Jones from Green Bay, I got him in contention. Uh, Michael Thomas from New Orleans, I got him in contention. Man, it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of names um, that I can have put down for Player of the Week, but. You know what? This is what your man Dre Day gonna do. This is what he gonna do. Being that it was so fantastic this past week, I think I deserve to give two people player of the week. That's just my opinion. I think I should give two people the nod for player of the week. So, we're going to have co-Week 16 Player of the Week for this week. So, having said all of that, drum roll please. I mean, pardon the voice. You know, your man's a little under the weather. Um, Stuffy knows. I apologize for that. I'm damn sure going to make me some tea after I'm done with this episode. I'm going to dip some of that honey up in there. You know what I mean? But uh, to get back to this, um, my week 16 co-players of the week, um, I'm going to give love to two players from the New York Giants. And that would be Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Now, Daniel Jones, I believe this is his second time being my player of the week. Um... I forgot exactly which week it was that he won before. I think it was the weekend he started his first start and he helped the Giants come back and beat Tampa Bay. I believe that was the week. Um so yeah, this is his first this is his second time winning it. Um he had missed the last two previous games. He came back this game against the division rival Redskins. 352 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. He had a passing he has he had he had a passing rating of 132 and more importantly, he helped lead the Giants to a overtime victory against the division rival Washington Redskins. And also, like I said, I said co-player of the week. I'm also going to give the award to his teammate Saquon Barkley. Um he just dominated on both side on on both sides of the ball. Well, 
on both sides on the offensive side of the ball. He had 189 rushing yards with a touchdown, and he had 90 yards receiving with a touchdown. He had 279 yards from scrimmage. So just off that alone, I couldn't just give the award to Daniel Jones. I couldn't. I had to give Saquon some love. So there you have it. Those two guys right there um, is Dre Day's player of the week. They're Dre Day's week 16 player of the week. And another reason why I picked them was because, you know, I'm trying to get brownie points with the lady here. You know what I'm saying? Um, My girl's a Giants fan. And I figured if I was to give two of her guys the nod, who knows? That might give me some brownie points, if you know what I mean. But that's neither here nor there. So having said all of that, let's get straight into the final week of game picks. We are now in week 17. A lot of stipulations is still on the line. Some teams need some teams to lose for them to make the playoffs. Some teams just need to win to make the playoffs. So we're going to get into all that right now. Uh, Let's dive straight into it. We are now in week 17. We are now in the final week. So again, let's get to it. Week 17, let's start it. All these games are on Sunday. This is not like week 16 when you had three games um, on Saturday and then you had your Sunday game and then you had your Monday night football game. I believe all these games, all these games is on Sunday. Each and every one of them. There's no Monday night game. So the Packers and Vikings, that was the last Monday night game of the season. First game, we got the Jets and we got the Bills. Now the Jets obviously are not playing for nothing. The Bills on the other hand, um well obviously they're not getting the division. My Pats already got that under they got that under lock and key. But I do think, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Bills are still somewhat playing for either that fifth or sixth seed in the AFC. Obviously, they can't go no higher because the first four seeds is division winners. So they can only get one of the two wild card spots. So it's all about which seeding they are. So this game they need, this game I think they will get. And being that they're at home and they're going to be in front of that Bills Mafia, I definitely don't see them losing to the New York Jets. So I got the Buffalo Bills winning their finale before they advance to the wild card round and you know wind up you know wind up playing on the road. So I got the Buffalo Bills winning that game. Next we got the Browns and we got the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals have already clinched the number 1 overall pick for the 2020 draft. So obviously for people that haven't been paying attention to college football Obviously, the best quarterback has been Joe Burrow from LSU. Chances are he will be the number one pick, and Cincinnati is going to get the guy that they need because obviously Andy Dalton hasn't been doing shit since he's been in the league. But uh, I'm going to pick Cleveland for this game. Obviously, 
Cleveland is done. Um, they've been eliminated from playoff contention with their loss to the Steelers. But this might just be Freddie Kitchens' last game as the head coach for the Cleveland Browns. Who knows? It might. It, who knows? It might be Odell's last game as a Brown because you know it's been rumored that he wants out of Cleveland, even though obviously he denied it. But who knows? Let's see what happens with that. But yes, I definitely have. Um, I definitely have the Cleveland Browns um, winning their finale and at least ending the season seven and nine. So I definitely have the Cleveland Browns winning this game. Next, we got the Packers and we got the Lions. I'm going to go with the Packers to win that game. Um, Obviously, the Packers are still trying to get... It's all about seeding with them right now. They're still trying to get home field advantage either for one round or throughout the playoffs. So it's very important for them to still win this game. Now, they're going to need some help, though. You know, they're going to need... You know, they're going to need New Orleans to lose. They're going to need the 49ers to lose. So those three teams right there, all three of those teams are still fighting to get the number one seed. So let's see what happens. So it's it's it's, 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 it's still a lot. It's still a lot of scenarios that's going on in the NFL right now. So, you know, the season is far from over. You know, a lot of these teams that's going to the playoffs is all about seeding right now. But, yeah, I got Green Bay winning that game. We got the Chiefs, and we got the Chargers. The Chiefs are at home. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are looking real scary right now. They're looking like what, they're looking like the Kansas City Chiefs of old before Mahomes got hurt. The beating that they put on the Bears, um, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill is just killing shit. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he out there stunting. You know, if you paid attention to that game with the Bears... You know, he was basically throwing shots, saying that how, you know, like he was basically counting all the picks that he, you know, all, all the all the draft picks that was picked um, before him and that draft from Mitchell Trubisky. And I, listen, I listen, I know Chicago Bears fans, I know they're disgusted. They look at Mitchell Trubisky, uh, Trubisky every game and they say to themselves, that was supposed to be Patrick Mahomes. It should have been Patrick Mahomes. It should have been Deshaun Watson. These are the quarterbacks that were taken after Mitchell Trubisky. And I'm quite sure they think about that every single game they see him on the field. But nonetheless, I got Kansas City winning this game. Next, we got the Bears and we got the Vikings. Minnesota. Played horrible on Monday Night Football. They only garnered up seven first downs the whole game. And again, I said it again. Obviously, I mean, I mean, if you go back to my last football episode, I said that Green Bay was going to win. And one of the reasons I said Green Bay was going to win was because I don't, tr- I don't, I don't trust Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. Prior to last night, prior to last night, he was o. And eight on Monday Night Football. He's now 0-9. Don't put him on Monday Night Football. So whatever team he's on, right now it's the Vikings. Next season, don't put the Vikings on Monday Night Football. Because if you do, 
Whoever they play, they're going to win anyway because Kirk Cousins can't win on Monday Night Football. But this game here is not on Monday. It's on Sunday. And I'm going to go with the Vikings to win this game. Obviously, they lost the division. So they're basically in the same situation as the Bills. It's all about getting that fifth or sixth seed because you can't go any higher. You're either five or you six. So, you know, let's see what happens with that. Dolphins, Patriots. My Patriots, we need to win this game. It's just like I iterated in the first segment with my State of the Patriots. Even though we've clinched a playoff. Even though we have clinched the division. We need to win this game so we can secure a first round bye. Because we're not getting the number one seed. Baltimore already got that on Smash. But what we could do is we can get a first round bye. Give Brady some rest. Give Edelman some much needed rest. And then this gives Coach Belichick two weeks to prepare for somebody. So, you know, we got to make it happen. So, obviously, we're playing the Dolphins. The Dolphins ain't really playing for much either. But they did have a hell of a game last week. But, again, I mean, this past weekend. But, again, it was to the Bengals. So, that's not really much to snooze on. You You damn near struggled with them. But... Who am I kidding? Of course I'm going to go on my Patriots. I'm just hoping that we get it done because we need that. We we need, we need, we need a first round bye. I can't even recall the last time we had a wild card game in the playoffs. If I can remember, I think it was 2009, if I'm not mistaken, and we lost to the Ravens. I think it was the year after we lost to the Super lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants, if I'm not mistaken. The first time we lost to them in the Super Bowl. Now I'm sure you Giants fans get a kick out of me saying that, but real is real. But yes, I got my pads beating the Dolphins. Falcons, Buccaneers. Uh listen. Division rivalry, both these teams are not going anywhere. For the past two weeks, I've picked Tampa because of my man Guru. So obviously, this is the last week of the season. You know what? I'm going to go with the Falcons. I'm going to go with the Falcons to win this game. I'm going to go with them ATL boys. I'm going to go with the Falcons to win that. All right. Sorry, Guru. Forgive me. Saints, Panthers. I'm going to go with the Saints. Now, again, the Saints need this win. They need this win. If they win this game, I think they can get either one or two. That's crazy. And the NFC... Both those seeds is still up for taking. At least in the AFC, the number one seed is already under lock and key. In the NFC, nobody has clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs yet. It could either be Green Bay. It could either be the Saints. It could either be the 49ers. So, again, this this upcoming week is going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Redskins, Cowboys. This is the third straight week that the Dallas Cowboys will have 
America's um, America's game of the week on Fox. The first week it was against the Rams. This past weekend it was against the Eagles. And now this weekend it's against the Redskins because you best believe they're going to show this game. Oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I'm sorry. No, they're not. They're not going to show this game on TV. They're actually going to show the Giants and Eagles game. So sorry about that. Sorry about that, y'all. But I'm hoping I'm hoping they don't show that shit anyway. But yeah, this is a game the Cowboys need. They don't control their own destiny anymore. Had they beat the Eagles, they would have had the division on Smash already. Now they need the Giants to beat Philly in order for them to make the playoffs. So having said all of that, I think this game the Cowboys are gonna do their due diligence. I think they're gonna hold up their end of the deal. I think they're gonna come. Back home to Dallas, well, Arlington, and beat the Washington Redskins. So I got the Cowboys winning that game. And then after that, they're just going to have to sit in the locker room and watch the Giants and Eagles game and see what happens with that. Raiders, Broncos, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I've actually been liking what the Broncos have done towards the end of the season. So if they can win this game... You know, they got something to look forward to um, going into next season with with Drew Locke as their quarterback. Cardinals and Rams, last game of the season, both teams. Obviously, the Rams just got eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams to win their finale of the season. All right, who else we got? Giants-Eagles. This is not a cakewalk for Eagles fans, if you think it is. Well, for Eagles fans, this is not a cakewalk, if you think it is. The last time y'all played the Giants, y'all had to win that in overtime. The Giants have been doing well the last two games. Just like I said a while ago, Daniel Jones showed out. Against the Redskins. So this, I guess you could say, this is kind of like a trap game. But this is a game that the Eagles need. Because they can't lose this game. Because if they lose this game and the Cowboys beat the Redskins, the Eagles are out and the Cowboys are in. All the Eagles got to do is win this game. And they're in. But the Giants could be the Scrooge. They could be the Grinch. They could fuck up a lot of shit. They could fuck up a lot of shit. However, the way the Eagles have been playing these last three weeks against all division rivals, and Carson Wentz has not thrown an interception in three weeks. I'm not well. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna go as far as to say that he's looking like that old MVP candidate he was a few years ago. But he is looking good. Cindy, I'm sorry. You already know your Giants are not playing for nothing. Y'all season is already over. So I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles to win this game. And obviously with them winning that, they clinch the NFC East. And then they'll be on their way to the playoffs and have a home and have a home field game. <coughs> Damn. Excuse me, audience. Colts 
Jaguars. Uh, I am going to go. Let's see. I am going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts. I really don't care who wins this game, but obviously I got to, you know, I got to, you know, I, you know, I got to make my picks. You know what I'm saying? I got to, I got to, I got to stick to the script. So I'm going to just handle that. You know what I mean? Steelers and Ravens. The Ravens need this win. The Steelers need this win. The Steelers need this win because right now it's looking like them and Tennessee is fighting for that last playoff spot. So Pittsburgh needs this win. I mean, they're playing the Ravens, but the Ravens, they're sitting Lamar out. They're sitting Earl Campbell out. They're sitting out Mark Ingram, who got hurt, you know, in the game against Cleveland. So he, so he's being sit out. RG3 is going to RG3 is going to start. So, even with RG3, You know what? I might take a You know what? I mean Baltimore's not playing for nothing. I mean they already clinched the number one seed, so they really don't need to get this win. You know what? I'm gonna pick the Steelers. Fuck it. I'll go on a limb. I'll pick the Steelers to win this. There you go. I'm gonna pick the Steelers to win. Titans, Texans. This is a game that the Texans need. I mean, I mean not the Texans. The Titans need this win, so then that way they can still stay alive in the playoffs. Uh the Texans have already clinched the division, but they damn sure could be spoilers. For the Titans, and I think they will. So having said all of that, I think if Pittsburgh beats Baltimore and the Titans lose to the Texans, then that means that the Steelers will get that last seed in the AFC. And then the final game for Week 17 and the final game for the regular season, Sunday Night Football, we got the 49ers and we got the Seahawks. Now, again, the Seahawks, the 49ers, is trying to get that number one seed. They're trying to get that number one seed. Seattle, I don't think they can get it. I think the only way they can get it is if... Oh, no, not even. They can't get it. Because let's just say New Orleans win. Let's say Green Bay wins. And let's say that Seattle wins. Seattle already lost to New Orleans. So if anything, New Orleans would get the number one seed. But this game here, I mean, I don't know if Beast Mode is going to come back because, I mean, it was breaking news earlier that, you know, Beast Mode is back in Seattle due to the injury to Chris Carson for the Seahawks. But the 49ers, I think they need this game. And you know what? Seattle has been inconsistent at home. 
I think three of their four losses were actually at home. I know one was to Baltimore. Just recently, they lost to Arizona. You know what? I'm going to pick the Niners to win this game. So I think they're going to split the season series 1-1. I got the 49ers to win this game. Yeah. So, there you have it. Week 17 picks. Let's just recap before I get off this thing. I got the Bills. I got the Browns. Packers. Chiefs. Vikings. My Patriots. Falcons. Saints. Cowboys. Broncos. Rams. Eagles. Colts. Steelers. Texans. And Niners. There you have it. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all, last week, I was 11-5 with my picks for week 16. I thought I'd just throw that out there. But again, it's a wrap for this episode. Your boy is done. Your boy is out of here. Again, thank you to everyone who has been supporting the podcast. I cannot express that enough. Thank you all for the support. Thank you for the feedback. Uh, Thank you for your opinions. Thank you for your DMs. Thank you for... The comments when I post something on Instagram. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you can check out Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Radio Public, iHeartRadio. Um, you can also download the Anchor app, you know what I'm saying? So it's plenty of ways you can get in touch and listen to the podcast. It's free 99. You don't have to pay for it. It's free 99. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can also go on the social media pages. Um, Facebook, Dre Day. Just look me up. Um, Instagram, Dre Day 1985. Or the podcast page, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And on Twitter, Dre Day 1985. So again, thank you all for your support. I'm truly thankful. I'm truly blessed. Um... In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode with Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Um, Again, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Y'all have a safe and blessed holiday. And I hope everybody gets what they want. I know what I want for Christmas, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I already got one early gift already. And that was Garrett Cole coming to the Yankees. But that's neither here nor there. But again... Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays. There will be some more episodes. I'll probably drop probably I'll probably drop probably two more episodes aside from this one before the new year. So let's see what happens with that. But again, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, Peace and Love. Your boy is signing out. Happy Holidays, y'all. Peace and love.